재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 That music always cheers me up for two reasons. It uh, signals the fact that the midpoint of the week is just about gone by and we're halfway to the weekend. And it means we are in the studio with our two foodies to guide us through a little food talk. They are Sonia Swanson and Chef Jung So Young. Together they run a blog called Puri Kitchen. You can find that online at wburikitchen.com. And what they do is they travel all around Korea tirelessly documenting their exploration of local, seasonal, fresh Korean ingredients and telling ordinary mortals like you and me how we can use those ingredients in our kitchen. It's called Local Eats, and we hope it'll appeal to the inner foodie in all of you. Guys, welcome once again. Hi, hi. Good morning. (laughs) Welcome. You have brought in, as usual, sacks full of food, except this time it looks like you've been on, you know, in Area 51, and you've brought samples of some kind of alien life into the (laughs) studio. Uh, I I don't know how to describe what I'm seeing here. uh, It looks like a pod that might grow and uh, become alien versus predator or something like that if we wait too long to open it. Um, What what, what are these little bags of creatures that you've uh, got for us today? Oh, we brought beautiful creature. <laughs> one yeah. is uh, uh, a sea squirt, uh, and uh, the other one, two, th- th- those two other is called as midadak and uh, omandungi. It's kind of in the cousins of a uh, uh, sea squirt. Okay, mm-hmm. and as usual, you know, th- there's a translation, Sonia, into English sea squirts, but it usually doesn't mean anything to most English speakers. It's kind of usually a uh, feels like a contrived kind of uh, translation. Mm-hmm. You should, I mean, in English, we would call these sea squirts, but what would we refer to these more commonly as in Korean? Well, oh, <laughs> there. So the, as Sa said, there's mange, the large ones there. In, in the, the large ones, sort of orangey uh, red one that looks mm-hmm. like an alien space pod, uh-huh. is uh, uh, is mange, which right. is wonderful. Right. I've, I've tried that before. <laughs> it looks like a flower to me. Uh-huh. It looks like a flower from <laughs> Jupiter. But, yes, uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it, it does look pretty. So actually, all all three of these are technically considered sea squirts. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we'll we'll get into in in a little bit, um, we have more specific names in English for each of these. Um, okay. So, for example, mange um, mm-hmm, in English is you can call it sea pineapple. Sea pineapple. All right, I'm just going so to pretty. may I open sea the bag? Pineapple. Yeah, sure. Can I open it? Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. want to before we get into the technical details mm-hmm. of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I want to. I'm not coordinated enough to open that. Can you open that? Yeah, sure. Um, I want to just give listeners a visual. Uh, this particular one that I'm holding in my hand is called what? Omandungi. 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 Uh. And it looks like a shriveled pebble or uh, uh-huh. it, it, it's kind of, uh, what mm-hmm. would you say, brownish gray in color, mm-hmm. cold mm-hmm. to the touch. You've had it mm-hmm. in the fridge and relatively soft, but it looks like you took a rock and just dehydrated it and, mm-hmm. and it's all squished together. It's about as big as maybe a, a, a thumb mm-hmm. uh, or a child's thumb, let's say, mm-hmm. some of the smaller ones. Mm-hmm. Then we've got uh, monge, mm-hmm. which is, a, it, it looks like a hand grenade, actually. It's about <laughs> the size of a hand yeah, grenade. Yeah, that's, that's the right mm-hmm. size. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is uh, it's got one side which appear to be almost roots or an yes. opening. This is yes. probably where the mungay attaches to mm-hmm. various things, yes. right? Yes. And then on the end with the roots, it's uh, sort of light beige in color. And then as it gets towards the top of the mungay, it turns reddish and it has mm-hmm. these little spines on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then there is a big 
two holes. So mm-hmm. one hole is uh, they absorb the seawater and then they filter out you know, the water okay. the other mm-hmm. two. All right. So yeah. one in and one out. Mm-hmm. And then we have, uh, ooh, that's a bit uh, squishy, isn't it? We've mm-hmm. got the third bag, which is almost like a kind of a combination of the two things. This is small. Each one looks like... Um, perhaps the offspring of an alien species. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's got uh, one end which is a little bit harder and uh, sort of like a, a grayish shell and then this sort of larva-looking mm. soft part that mm. uh, extends out from it. Again, these are about as big as uh, perhaps a child's thumb or mm-hmm. index finger. And they're, that yeah. one's actually been peeled, so that's... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's that peeled. One, yeah. Okay, that so these would usually uh-huh. come in a shell the, or the, something. The, the original shape, it's a, both of them, the Omandungi and uh, Midadak, they look very similar yeah. together, mm-hmm. but so, because the skin is very hard to chew, mm-hmm. so people uh, peel it and they, they, they sell mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. This yeah, well, third thing is Midadak, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. and, and these are classified together as sea squirts. I presume the word squirt means it squirts out the water that it filters filters out? Precisely. Exactly, Mm -hmm. yeah. What can you tell us about uh, this category of uh, seafood, just scientifically, Sonia? Um, So they are actually categorized as animals, even though, as you mentioned, they do have these roots, you know, and they look kind of more like, you know, maybe fruits in some way or, or, you know, kind of living, growing plants, but they are animals and they're actually more closely related to humans than we are related to, say, starfish or lobsters. Oh, wow. Because in their larval state, they actually have tiny little vertebrae and they swim in the water and before they kind of plant themselves onto rocks at the, on the seabed and then kind of lose their vertebrae and grow their leathery skins. Wow, that mm-hmm. is an interesting... Mm-hmm. They, they actually have mm-hmm. vertebrae. I never knew that they actually were mobile and that they uh-huh. moved around. I always thought they just kind of kind of grew in place, mm-hmm. almost like uh, sea anemones or mm-hmm. something like that. Well, once they breed and the, and the larvae kind of are floating in the water, it actually happens very quickly, you know, but at that brief moment, for just a brief moment, they have a spine. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's interesting, uh-huh. yeah. All right, so mm-hmm. a brief spine. Mm-hmm. Well... Uh, how should we do? We need to describe more things, or can we jump right into trying these things out? Oh, we can try. We can mm-hmm. we can try, and we can talk about the flavor. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here is the peeled of uh, mungay, sea square. You know the the big one. I'm going to confess to you, mungay is my favorite hue uh-huh. uh, nice. at the market. Uh, uh-huh. I've never, you know, I don't usually spend much time looking at them in their unpeeled state, like mm-hmm. the little hand grenade we described. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm going to take my chopsticks apart, mm-hmm. and what you they know. look, yeah, mm-hmm. they look like. Um, they're very watery. They come in like a little puddle of their own juice, right? Uh-huh, yeah. And they're a bright, bright orange color. They almost look like uh, little slices of mango, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, very juicy, kind of soft uh, flesh. So I could, can I pop one of these in? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah, I love those. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The yeah. flavor profile is a, this is the best season to eat mongesi mm. squirt in Korea. Uh, actually, it started from uh, April, which mm-hmm. is just right ahead of us in uh, April and May. And so during the time, the mongesi has a good, you know, mild, nice, gentle sweetness. Yeah. And But it gets, you know, bitter if it... Get into the yeah summer. If, oh. the, if the weather gets hotter, then you know they develop you know bitter flavor. Yeah, more. that's what I, I mean. This 
this taste, if uh, you're trying it for the very first time, especially if you're a visitor to Korea, might freak you out a little bit. Yeah, uh, some people say it tastes like, you know, some kind of in a gasoline or something. Interesting. I wouldn't yeah. have thought that, but it tastes very fruity to me. It's got yeah, a very exactly. fruity taste, uh-huh. you know? So I think, you know, some people say it's very fruity, very fragrant. Fragrant. Yeah, fragrant. Not foie gras. Uh, not <laughs> foie gras, sorry. Okay. But fragrance, but some people say it might you know, slightly taste of, you know, gas. Yeah. To That's me, it, yeah. yeah, yeah see, actually, maybe right? the aftertaste a little because yeah, it does rise yeah, up right? to your nose mm-hmm. a bit. Mm-hmm. And this is mm-hmm. almost without exception, Sonia, mm-hmm. eaten as hui, um, right? Well, we'll get into the different ways yeah. that it's eaten. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. back to the flavor, I yeah. think everyone has a slightly different, slightly different palate. And, and to me, actually, I get that kind of almost gasoline bitterness. Mm-hmm. To me, it's not fruity at all. It's oh, really? me, fragrance. Uh-huh. So you're not a fan of bongae? Not a huge fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So this is. Mm-hmm. Um, did mm-hmm. Koreans discover this, or did they get it from somewhere else, like China or Japan? Um, or? Yeah, actually, a long time ago, it was very you know regional food. We didn't eat that much bongae. Uh, but after the war. You know, especially in the 1970s, uh, people start. You know, they uh, they begin farming mangae, and city people, you know, ate more of it. Mm. And but there are not many. Uh, cooking way of mangae in Korea. So people eat hae or people enjoy, you know, mangae bibimbap. Maybe you ah, I've never heard it, of mangae right? bibimbap. I've always, without exception, that's why I thought everybody ate just as hae. Oh, but no, 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 But you can mix no, it no, into no. bibimbap? Yeah, mangae mm-hmm. bibimbap is, you know, very nice because you can enjoy the fragrance of the mangae. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the mangae that I go to Nuryangjin to buy, uh-huh. is that, uh, that's farmed? Oh, yeah, mostly, uh, mostly, mostly yeah. yeah, it's a farmed. But there is no dif- uh, flavor difference between farming and wild. I think about 70% of the mangae we have is actually farmed and from the south, um, uh, Gyeongnam Tongyang, yes. the city of Tongyang mm-hmm. on the south coast. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are actually two types of mangae you can buy. So ah. one, uh, as you see here, is the spiny, kind of has like knobby, you know, bumps on the top. and The alien shape. The mm. alien shape. Yep. And um, that one is called a sea pineapple, um, mm. or just we call it just plain mangae. And then there's another kind that's caught in the wild on the East Coast. And Silk. That, <laughs> yeah. So it's smooth, and it's called pidan mangae, and pidan means silk. Silky mongae. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the skin, the, the the sort of the shell or the is actually smooth. There are no bumps on it. Mm-hmm. All right, and but the flavor is a slightly different. Mm. So the from the southern coast of uh, Korea, mm. uh, that's uh, more sweet. But you know the pidan mongae has a little more bitter flavor. It's interesting that uh-huh. the sometimes it's translated as sea pineapple because we said just a moment ago it has this fruity taste, distinctly fruity taste. Mm-hmm. So you've got here the sea pineapple. Is, is that right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And but you can get both of those. Uh, those kinds, the silk mungae and the sea, sea pineapple here in Seoul. Oh yeah, if you go to Noryangjin, you know you. I I often see the the silk mungae and uh, the pineapple, the mm. bumpy one as well. But bumpy one is the most common. Have they? Because there was a dispute over at Noryangjin. Have they changed over to the new facility yet? Everybody. <sighs> so we were actually there just this morning, and um, it's still a matter of tension right now. And we're yeah yeah we're kind of. We're just we're sad to see um, that it hasn't been resolved yet. Really? Um, have you been talking about the tension or the issue on the Not show? Not on this program specifically, mm-hmm. but on some of the other programs that are more current affairs oriented. I think they've mm-hmm. been talking about it. I think the issue is that um, the new facility is gorgeous, but most of the sellers say the space is too small, right? Yeah. The little yeah. market mm-hmm. stalls are mm-hmm. too small. I like yeah. the old building. It has character, but exactly. if, you know, times have to change occasionally. Mm-hmm. And especially the old building doesn't have any war. But, uh, um, 
but the new building has a war and the section, you know, mm-hmm. is very strictly divided. I see. So you don't and get that the, warehouse feeling. Yeah, yeah so the ventilation is the issue. Ah. And uh, to make the room, you know, in, cool enough, then they have to run, you know, air, uh, the air conditioner a lot. Uh-huh. But uh, so the seller, uh, we talked today and then she said... Um, because of the ventilation issues, the fish will be dry out so quickly and easily. Oh. They can, you know, maintain the freshness as much as, you know, the open area. That's mm-hmm. an interesting angle. Mm-hmm. I never thought of that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Also, they mentioned also the, the burning spot, you know, the, to burn their garbages. It's outside, actually, at the current Norrington market, but the new building has inside, especially at the basement. Huh. So it's kind of, you know, very, um, it's going to be difficult. You know, do these guys talk to the sellers before they built the new no, job? No, they didn't. Mm-mm. They didn't. That's Mm-mm. what the sellers told us. Like, they, they weren't consulted. Jeez. All right. Yeah. Well, that's, I guess it's not my uh, my problem to solve, but uh, it seems like a logical first step to mm-hmm. talk to the people who are going to be moving sure. in. Yeah. Let's get back to Monge. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the market, wherever <laughs> it ends up being, these guys will take it from this pineapple hand grenade looking thing to the edible form. They'll do the cleaning for you, right? Yeah, but it's fun. You know, it's fun to peel you know, you you go, you bring it, and then yep. you bring it. I've never it done to it. I've never oh, peeled try, one. Try. I'll give it a try. You sometime. can you get like you know taking out like um, the skin of the fruit. You can just uh, cut a little bit of on the top, and then you can peel it off, and then it just comes off. Okay, is it um, relatively affordable, Munga? Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we got about we got this bag for about five five thousand won. And how many are in there? They're about what? Um, she gave us five. So usually they yeah. put ten, and then they sell as manon. I always get a little worried that uh-huh. I always get a little worried that um, it's going to go off or it's going to go bad before I get a chance to eat it. You know, um, so mm-hmm. I I, mm-hmm. I, I want to buy small amounts, and mm-hmm. you know, you can refrigerate it for what, like a couple of days. Oh, just uh, one or two days. One or two uh, days. Yeah, but I found out you can freeze it in uh, one book. There is a really good book and the, about the ingredient. And the the writer he mentioned that uh, monkey, if you freeze it, then it the flavor and aroma gets stronger and the oh. texture gets chewier. So he said most of the restaurant, Monge Bibimbap Place, they do use the method. And when you freeze it and thaw it out, hue is no longer an option. You have to cook it at that point. No, or- you you eat as a roll for your Monge Bibimbap. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. After thawing it, right? After mm-hmm. thawing it out. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So I guess that kind of closes the chapter on Munge. Do we have anything else to say on Munge? No. Because we've got two yeah. other mm-hmm. uh, alien species to get to here. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so what do we do with, uh, which, which one do you want to uh, point to, Chef? Oh, which one? We've got two different types. Uh, which one do you want to talk about? Uh, we can talk about yeah, them both, t- together. Both. They're both together, interlinked, yeah. uh-huh. mm-hmm. Because they're actually part of the same genus. They're closely related. All yeah. right. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. They're both, again, sea squirts. Mm-hmm. And I think the one with the slightly softer peeled shell that you said this is midodok? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's called leathery sea squirt in, in English. Really? Um, uh, the skin has been peeled, but you can tell, I think, by the bottom, you know, the texture of the of the skin is, is quite leathery. Yes. And Actually, it's it's that leathery. Oh, did it just squirt you? <laughs> <laughs> I think I squoze it a little too hard, and it kind of popped. Oh, no. You can okay. eat it. Can I just pop yeah, it in? Yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> oh Don't. my, that is strong. Mm. That is considerably stronger than the uh, the first mungay. Mm. That is, um, for lack of a better word, very fishy. Mm. Mm. Actually, 
So to confess, we haven't actually tried yeah. raw. That's like getting a, before. You know, Thank a, you. A, a, a mouthful of straight uh, seawater, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, really. But it's it's not bad. Uh, now that I'm used to it, I think I could eat those. Hmm. Well, did you here it did goes. you guys try it? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try it right now. All right. Mm. Wow. What do you think? Strong flavor, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really salty. Distinctly oh. salty sea mm-hmm. type of flavor. I mm-hmm. feel like Popeye. Mm. Wow. (laughs) And how do I eat this one? This this second one is very leathery. That doesn't seem... Is this unpeeled? So that's a a miradok lookalike, omandungi. And it's not peeled, but... You can just write, so then you can just go ahead and eat can it, I just right? Pop yeah, that yeah, in? yeah. And I, just, do I try, eat the whole try, thing? There's a small one. There's a small that's, one. Yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> do these sometimes turn up in soups? I think, like. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's how we eat it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like degutang, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen these before. They get a little tough in soup, don't uh-huh. you? You have to chew them. Mm-hmm. Let me give this a go. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, mm-hmm. Oh, that pops too. Midodak and omandungi, if you've never seen it, I think you can easily imagine if you have kind of soup, seafood soup in mm. Korea, mm-hmm. then there is a little very weird looking creature in your soup. And yeah. 100% like, you know, if you have a foreign friend with you, then they will ask you mm-hmm. like, you know, oh, what is this? Mm. Because only Korea eat this. Mm. Mm. This second one, the uh, omandungi, mm-hmm. that reminds me of a really tough bondegi, that texture. You know, <laughs> oh, you know how when you yeah. pop in a bondegi and it kind of pops and uh-huh. it goes soft? This one does that, but in a much more intense way. Uh-huh. Cracks and then kind of <laughs> oozes out, for lack of a better mm-hmm. word. Huh. Yeah, so there you go. Wow, it's very tough. But now, don't you like the texture? It's very chewy. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, you get mm-hmm. that first initial burst of mm-hmm. this sort of seawater taste. Mm-hmm. And um, then you have this thing to chew, kind of like a, mm-hmm. a sea squirt jerky. Mm. Uh-huh. But uh, there is, um, actually, if you, these days, people started selling midada, you know, after peeling the skin. Yes. But a long time ago, people didn't know that you can peel the skin off. So people consider it, you know, as a, um, uh, consider this one not a food. Mm. So people didn't eat it. But, oh, really? you know, uh, people find out how to peel it and then they started enjoying the mida dog. Yep. Mm-hmm. This one, uh, this whole bag is already peeled, right? Mm-hmm. Did you ask yep. the, the seller at the market to do that for mm-hmm. you? No, actually. They sell the, it pre-peeled. pre-peeled. Yeah, mm-hmm. pre-peeled. Right. The, the local people, local harmony peel it and then they bring it to sell. You know what else it looks like? It looks like an overgrown acorn. You've got this little hard oh, cap uh-huh. on it. And then the sort of yeah, soft, exactly. uh, yeah. mm-hmm. differently colored thing. Mm-hmm. I'll try one more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm. omandungi, as you maybe noticed, has slightly kind of a softer, you know, skin. And omandungi is also a little bit more common and cheaper. So sometimes it's used in restaurants and they call it midodok. Ah, yeah. that's but a it's bit actually, sneaky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's mm-hmm. actually omandungi. But, you know, they're, they're, of course, like very closely related. So. Okay. Uh-huh. And so I would, on, a, on sort of a scale, on a gradiated mm-hmm. scale, I would say the monge is the most mild, the most fruity. Mm-hmm. And then you've got uh, this uh, omandungi. And then you've got uh, this this you know, thunderbolt of sea, sea taste, which is the midadok. Mm-hmm. 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 And one more thing about the uh, omandungi and midadok. The first record of eating omandungi in Korea is from 1814 uh, in a book called Jasan Obo. And people, you know, at the time... Um, 
at the time, you know, as I said, they did really didn't eat that much. Mm. But you know, uh, so especially midadok, they had a so hard skin. So if you don't peel it, mm. and then if you chew, then you feel like you know, though you chew it for a million years, you know, you don't think you can you know chew them completely. Mm. It's that hard. So people started peeling it. Yeah, so sometime yeah. around the seventies, somebody said, ah, "What will mm-hmm. happen if I just uh, peel <laughs> off this?" Yeah, you know, maybe. And it was Eureka, you know. They, they said, "Oh my God, this is this is fantastic. Mm-hmm. We can make a killing on selling these now. Now that we can tell people." And again, mm-hmm. we're eating this as hue, as raw. Mm-hmm. But um, can we do stuff with these other sea squirts? Can we mix? We can mix them into soups. Can uh-huh. we mix uh, mido dog into soups too? Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. But uh, the 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 special way to enjoy midodok in Korea these days, uh, you make a midodok jim with a bean sprout. You have you ever had agutjim? No, uh, it's like so. a monkfish, you know, uh, steamed with a very thick bean sprout. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, you can you can make a steamed uh, midodok like that with a very thick sp- uh, bean sprout. I would think these uh, these midodok mm-hmm. are so full of liquid. Mm-hmm. I would be. Very cautious because when you steam them, I bet you the liquid inside gets yes. like volcano hot. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So you you can burn your mouth or mm. um, or even you know the squirt out you know across the the person who is sitting next to you. So it's like you know like using water gun. <laughs> yeah, hot water, boiling yeah. hot water, fighting with boiling hot water. All right, that is our three sea squirts for today. Monge. Omundungi, Omandungi, and Midodok. Yes. Uh, they are all delicious in different ways, and uh, I've learned a few things about uh, how to cook them and how to peel them, especially. Ladies, thank you very much for coming in. Thank, thank you. you. And that will bring local eats to a close. Remember, WBURIKitchen.com if you want to learn more about their ingredients. Our show is produced by Christina So with associate production by Jamie Lee. GP1 is our writer. I'm Kurt Asian. Tune in tomorrow. We'll have Culture Pulse and Time Out Soul on TBS. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m.